I just want to say thank you so much, Angie Rose, for joining us on the CHA podcast. This is really big. <laughs> I feel like like you don't understand how excited I am and the, and the team and even just our listeners to have you on here. So I would love for you to kind of I'm introduce right. yourself and just let us know a bit about you. Um. Well, one, thank you so much. I'm honored. Um. This is cool. I'm, I'm glad to be here chatting with you. Uh, it's always special to me when I get to speak to somebody that's like across the world. Like, it's a cool feeling. Um, but yeah, I'm a Puerto Rican girl from the Bronx. Um, I love Jesus. I love good music. I love hip hop. Um, I love people. Um, and I kind of live my life based on that, that truth. You know, I try my best to use my music to, um, uplift people, to also have a good time, to smile, um, to see who God is, um, in different forms and fashions, you know? So I guess that's the long and short of it. (laughs) I love that. I love that. And you've been real humble about, you know, I make music. I love music. Um, you've been you've been in this game for a while. And I was going through your discography on Spotify and you literally had um, a single called Unstoppable in 2015. And now we're here at the tail end of 2021. An absolute blessing that you've still been doing music consistently, yeah. might I add. Um, for like six going on six, six seven years. Um, yeah. but can you tell us a bit about the journey from then till now? Like, how has Angie Rose changed? Man, so much. Um, so when I first dropped that single, that was like probably my first or second song that I've that I ever wrote. You know, I had written like free verses. I've always loved hip hop for real. Like, I used to write rap songs and all that. Um, since I was a kid, I used to try to be like my big brother. When I was like eight, I used to sit by his feet and just had my little raps. Um, but then as I grew up, it was kind of a therapy for me. Um, but I still never wrote songs, right? I just wrote verses. I'd write sermons. I'd preach a lot in church. Um, I'd write like fun little hooks to sing in church, but never songs. So Unstoppable and another song called Bright Lights were the first kind of two songs that I've, I had ever written um, outside of like a freestyle that I wrote for uh, a DJ at the time. Um so, I mean, so much has changed. One, now I kind of write songs. Um, that's a really fun thing. It's kind of the thing that I get to do the most. It's kind of got me traveling the country right now. Um, so I've learned kind of to count the bars and to, you know, fall in love with the the strategy or the skill of it. Um, but also I've had to go through so many hills and valleys, right? I've had to mature um, as like, a, you know, going from like a young college kid who was you know deer deer in headlights when it comes to like a genuine relationship with God I want to say and I've had to learn that over these years and I've had to learn that kind of out loud talking to people the whole time writing songs um opening after school programs I tried you know trying my best to do things or running a foundation in Puerto Rico um I've had to like learn in front of everybody if that makes sense and it's gotten me cool with the fact that I'm not perfect, but God is. So that's where we are today. That's good. That's good. 
wow I'm not perfect but God is that's really good and this is obviously a space of like six or seven years you know there's a lot of growth as a woman as a human being um and right at the beginning you said you know you're a girl from the Bronx and um I'm I'm not gonna lie I had to google what the Bronx was I was like the Bronx oh man (laughs) but you're from New York City and you've got Puerto Rican blood in you as well um how has you know being from the Bronx being the Puerto Rican Puerto Rican girl you know influence your style your music and who you are a ton yeah I think um being a Latina from the Bronx is probably the biggest um sound the most consistent sound in my music mm-hmm. uh, so what that means is I guess uh, the party side the Latina is the festive the fun the drums the horns the you know all that the loud stuff and then the hip hop is clearly the Bronx, um, but R&B is also the Bronx, like those soulful, mm-hmm. older sounds. Um, you know, my parents are not, I'm the baby of 10. My parents are not young, right? So that's the style of music that raised me is vast. My big brothers put me onto R&B, like, and I mean the real, like Jagged Edge, Jaheim, like the, you know, the, the, that's what the Mary J, love Mary J Blige. Um, but then my parents, you know, it was like uh, Isley Brothers, um, like just different different sounds um mm-hmm. puerto rican salsa like so much salsa like bachata merengue so i think all of those things are because i was raised as a latina from the bronx yeah. um and often you'll hear them in my music hints no definitely definitely um and it's even funny you mentioned about like you started naming different types of like salsa merengue etc yeah. um so okay you I, I'm always getting really nervous when I speak to a Spanish speaking person and or Spanish you know a Latina or a Latino <laughs> because I get really nervous I'm learning Spanish um oh. I get really like nervous when I'm like when I say that they're like oh what can you say and I'm like Hola. Um, so this is where I say, like, um, as a person who really appreciates the language, like, el, el español es una, un hermoso uh, idioma, y, and I literally, like, love it. So I'm really excited. That's good. Thank you. Thank you. You, wrote, you did your thing. You sounded like a real Latina. You had the accent and everything. Get it? Yes. Oh, no, you gassed me. You've actually gassed me. I'm so excited. Oh, <laughs> Keep going. Yeah. Thank you, Thank you so much. Wow. But, no, in 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 like um um lava that like for real. The language is stunning. It's beautiful. It's passionate, cool. and I feel like that really conveys. It comes across in your music um a lot. Oh, thank you. Um, wow. so I just wanted to see like what is it like being a bilingual artist, especially because obviously being in the states. I'm learning, (laughs) still learning. Uh, So um, I actually don't have as much Spanish music out as I will have, if that makes sense. Okay. So, yeah, so I'm speaking Spanish a lot more. I I went to Puerto Rico a couple of years back with the foundation. We were able to do open like nine distribution centers and FEMA helped us and we did concerts. It was fun, right? But I only had like English rap music (laughs) for like... Christian Spanish church folk or like people from the hood that only spoke Spanish. So <laughs> they would like like the flow and they're like, yeah, sí, bien brutal. Right? But they would be like, I don't know what you're saying. Yo no sé lo que tú dices, pero Juanita sube. And I'm just like, okay. So I wanted to, yeah, yeah. So I wanted to try to um, get more Spanish in my music. So I've been like, I literally, me too, I've fallen in love with language. 
I watch like Spanish novelas now. I'm like with my little coffee. Yeah, I'm so into it. Have you seen Queen of the Flow? That's what, are you joking? That's what I'm watching. It is. So that's the wave. Um, So I've got so much. I just yesterday was in the studio. There's an amazing artist I love. Her name is Lisi Para. She's from the Dominican Republic. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, so she's from the Dominican Republic. She's a pastor. She's amazing. So we worked on something yesterday. Um, I, I can't say the release date. I don't want to get in trouble, but um, that was fun. All in Spanish. I think she actually was like, can you throw some English? So I said a little bit, um, but it was so fun. It's just, and Orlando is a great space for like Latin music too. There's a lot of people out here that speak Spanish that love the urban, like la musica urbana. It's just, it's, just, it's fun over here. So. Oh, I love that. And I mean, you yeah. said you're going to be releasing more Spanish music. I mean, yeah. the time we're recording this, it's Christmas time, and you've actually released the Christmas song. Yeah. So can you tell us a bit about the process of writing that Christmas song? You know, in in Spanish, it's um, es yeah. Navidad. There we go. Hi. So, so, can you tell us about that? That was fun. Um, that song was an idea that came to mind, um, and it took a lot of hands, if that makes sense, to get it to the final moment right the deadlines were pushing on us um i am signed to a label so they'll like make me submit my records a couple weeks before we even want them to be released it's like a whole process so i was like running around every state like i've been traveling so much looking for the right producers people that um, spoke spanish because a part of it was already going in that direction when i started the melody and the lyric um and then i got to work with a producer in cali but we didn't get to finish it. I had to leave. And then I locked in with a producer in Atlanta who was actually Spanish. His wife was Spanish. So we wrote the hook together. We sung the hook together. I recorded it in a closet and then I left. And we, had, we were like, oh my goodness, we have to finish this song. We kept trying to meet up. We finally got it through. I called Talnix and Omialka. They're like, hey, we love it. Can we speed it up a little bit? I'm like, oh my goodness, we can. But now I've got to go re-record. <laughs> it was a whole process, but it kept just evolving. The more that um, it happened, we ended up in DR. I brought my parents out with us. We did a video. Um, all things work together for the good. Is the truth of that record? So that was a blast. Yeah, I'm a big fan of the Spanish language, and I love that um, it's been incorporated a lot more into um, what we were already listening to, you know, the urban yes. Christian music, the yes. style that we enjoy, the rap, you know, even not just the rap, but like the whole kind of urban sound that is coming out right. from our generation. I think it's such an encouragement. Um, and I always, we always talk about this on CHH, that we're not just a... Um, English speaking platform like this is for the world this is for women all over the world and um, yeah. it's interesting that I say that because you are a big fan of collaboration like I was going through your Spotify and you've collaborated with people from all over the world like literally um, and then you had like the deluxe album obviously on Stop War with United We St- uh, We Are we can. We can. Yeah, we can. Yeah, United We Can and I'm like she really be doing unity like this is the whole world. Yeah. Um, yeah. Can you just tell us a bit about why collaboration is so important to you? Um, I think the, the, the realest truth is probably that I, I didn't believe that I could be an artist like a real thing. Like I thought that this was like a side thing, right? Um, I never do, thought it could be like my career that I could live, like that God would allow for this to be how I live. I'm, you know, it's just, it's blown my mind since I've started. 
Um, but there's a lot of artists that I look up to and I'm just like, you're really good. Um, and I love relationship. I love spending time with people. So when I do like some artists, I wasn't able to get in the studio with, but for the most part, a lot of the stuff that I've done and I've been doing has been based off like cool relationship and actually getting to vibe. Um, and I think that that kind of just makes you better. Um, it's the iron that sharpens the iron thing. Um, and, you know, I'm just kind of enjoying that and appreciating that, especially with people of faith, um, but also people that don't believe that I get to share the space with and have really cool conversations with. Um, so, yeah, I think it's just two or three are gathered. You're going to get something that you can't get when it's just one. That's true. Wow. I, I think I was really surprised when you did that collaboration. I think it had one day on it. It had Limo Blaze. Oh, oh yeah. this is insane to me like you've done it with kingdom music like you've really gone outside of a lot of american artists you know who are big fans of collaboration collaborate within the um united states when you start going to the uk and to nigeria and to like other countries south africa i'm like this person genuinely does care about sounds coming together because at the end of the day we are one kingdom um and i just wanted to commend you for that like we really oh thank you there's just so much talent out there too and it's fun um joshua wyhan i always feel like i'm saying his name wrong but he's a dope (laughs) producer he's j1w he's out in the uk that's my Um, guy i know josh that's my guy so we've been connecting for a long time when i was struggling through depression and trying my best to get out he didn't even fully know but we would just have the most inspiring conversations and whether it turned into music that we released or just really good conversations and freestyles or fun stuff, like that was always, it was always enough. And that's why I appreciate him. And I can't wait for what the future holds for that relationship yeah. and that sound. Cool people out here, man. Yeah. Josh is yeah. insanely talented and he's so young. It's completely surprising. It's crazy. Me time. Um, now I love that you are all about collaboration. Like with CHH, we're so big on this is what, you know, we are all the kingdom. We are all what God is doing. And we all need to come together to make it happen. Um, so, yeah, thank you for that encouragement. Um, you, you kind of mentioned in passing, like, you know, with hitting deadlines and stuff, um, being a signed artist. And you just kind of was like, oh, yeah, you know, have a label. And I was, like, doing some digging as I was prepping for this interview. You're signed <laughs> for Capital Christian Music. Like, that's huge. That's, like, they, sat, they have, like, Tasha Cobbs Leonard. They have, like, all the Hill songs. They have, like, tied bit. Um, What is it like being signed to such a big label? Um, I think all of it is just learning uh, things to be grateful for and things to grab and learn. I think that's been the biggest um, lesson in the last year. Like, learning has become my new favorite thing. Like, listening. Okay, what is the best um, way to move? Figuring out that good business is also a part of being a good Christian was is an interesting spin on life, right? Like realizing your value, your worth, um, rest, being important. I I never listened to that, but uh, I've had to learn. Um, Yeah, I think just learning, right? Growth, relationships. The people that I get to have good conversations with now are different than the people that I used to. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's no shade to anybody. It's just, they can speak from a place of success and experience versus when you come from where I come from, most people that I know haven't been successful in the music industry. They're not going to be able to tell me how to do this. Um, And now I kind of have that kind of advice, which is a blessing. Mm, That's good. 
And even with a lot of the artists that we talk to, they desire like part of their journey, part of their goals, their wish list. Obviously, it's almost new. Is always I would love to be signed by a label. What advice would you give them for people that like are on that journey? I think um, you got to be faithful to what God has given you, um, and know the pros and cons of everything. Take the time, do your best to research. If you're not busy because you're touring, if you're not busy because you're doing something else, then take the time to be on YouTube and research. There's tons of free advice out there that can um, allow for you to not have to take a loan out from anybody until the right time. When you take, for me, just a small bit of advice, when you take a loan out, you, you should take the loan out knowing that you have the means to pay it back. Um, and so being an artist that's also an entrepreneur is the win of 2022, you know, has been for a couple of years, but is the definite win for now. That's good. You know, there's an artist that's also an entrepreneur that knows that they're not going to be like, you know, hand on mouth on one thing. There's multiple. Yeah. Learn how to flip your investments. There's real estate, there's um, crypto, there's NFTs. Um, if I, you know, I'm trying to work on squeezing time in for all these streams of income, because if we want to get spiritual on it, then like, that's the point streams of income. We are the, we are the living water for the masses. We're supposed to be the one that is lending not the one needing to borrow all the time. So it's learning how to leverage your wealth, um, whether that be monetary or mental, right? Like how much is your idea worth? How do I leverage this idea to create and curate the environment that I'm waiting to see? That's so good. Wow. I feel like a lot of artists don't um, see it like that. And, you know, they we almost shy away from conversations about business and how to actually do this profitably. So it's it's really encouraging to have you kind of speak and say, no, these are the things you need to be educating yourself on, and there are resources to to start that wherever you are. So yeah, thank you for sharing that. Um, and thank even you. on oh sorry, continue. No, I was saying my pleasure. I've learned a lot from mistakes, if if I can be honest. So if there's a way to help somebody that loves Jesus and loves seeing people saved, um, avoid that. Then you know, free game. That's good. That's really good. Um, <laughs> you know, we have you on social media, especially on Instagram. Um, and you are really yourself on social, which I love. Like you, I can tell that Angie is the one writing the posts. It's not like you know, <laughs> the team, you know, let's put this, it, no. this sounds like witty. Yeah. It's like, no, it's you, you know, I can hear your voice. And that's why I was surprised to find out that you're signed because a lot of the time when you are a signed artist, you have to present a brand image, you know, because obviously that's the commercially viable way that's being presented. So how is it you've been able to keep your authentic voice on socials, just on like in everyday life? How have you been able to do that? Um, I've had to fight so hard for it in the behind the scenes. Um, so it's just kind of part of the way that I'm learning to maneuver now. It's like, yo, if I say it, I mean it. Um, and I can repent too. You know, I can learn those. That's, I think that's also what helps. Um, authenticity is not always strength. And I think we've really got that twisted in our culture. Um, so I've learned to just be right in whatever season. And the season is not only like winter, spring, summer, fall. It's like, yo, I could be in a season for two hours. Mm. And it's something that I've learned because I didn't think like that before if that makes sense. I, if, if I was living in a winter, an emotional winter, yeah, I would get stuck in that winter. And I would assume that I just had to kind of withstand, stay 10 toes down until the storm passed. Um, what I've learned is that that storm, especially when it's in your mind, is a storm that you can 
say, peace be still, that you can pull the Jesus was sleeping in the boat while the storm happened, woke up, woke up, told the storm to be still. That's a privilege we have. He said, greater things we'll do in his name. And so to maintain my authenticity is speaking the truth of I'm feeling something right now in this hour that I'm, that I'm called to post. Right. Mm. Um, and this is my truth, but the, the next truth of the next hour is that victory is already mine. Is that, you know, despite what I feel, despite what I know, it's already mine. And I'm just waiting for my emotions to catch up to my spiritual awareness and the truth. So I don't know if that, that was a lot. Nah, um, good. That's good. Yeah, I think I've just been learning to communicate those things, and people kind of like they don't want to fight after that. They're just like, "That's dope." Like they they appreciate um, that, and so I've learned to appreciate it too. I think it's amazing you're having those conversations in person because I feel like we, as the consumer of your content, you know, in your stories or in your posts, also actually experience that ourselves. Like I was going to ask, like you very often in your music your Instagram posts are very um transparent and like honest even as we were speaking earlier and you're like oh yeah I used to talk to Josh about like I was going through a really hard depression like you speak very transparently um what CHH like we're so big on that because how can we heal if everything is hidden how can we heal how can we progress if everything is private and you know in the shadows um and yeah so even just yeah, this is like a big, long question, but when you are being yourself and voicing how you feel and how God is working in you, how do you do it in a way that you still protect yourself? Because of course, this is so open and so many people are looking. Mm, I haven't learned to try yet. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I just be, I just do, right? Like sometimes when I can't do it, I don't do it. And then I do feel bad. Like, I'll be like oh, I haven't said anything for like five days. I haven't, you know, but sometimes I'm just tired, right? Like this week was my first week off and I don't even know how many months. Um, and I was just tired and I had all these plans. I'm like, I'm going to do all these posts and I'm going to do all this and it's going to be great. But I've been writing a ton and I'm tired, right? Like I just got a couple of days off and it was like, I just want to sleep and watch my little queen of the flow. Um, and I've kind of learned to like honor those times in my life. Like, it's like, yo, I'm going to get to work. I'm going to do what I got to do. We still have work to do this week. Um, but I'm also not going to kill myself in the process of communicating a message. Um, you know, but I am praying to get better at that. So I guess that's how I protect myself. I, do, I don't do what I can't. I mean, it sounds like you're doing it. It sounds like you're doing it because I think a lot of the time when you are a public figure, you do feel that pressure to just post and to just get it out anyway. And you might be dealing with burnout, but we're here enjoying your content. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, no, maybe maybe you have that balance um, better than you even realise you do. So yeah, just encouragement. Um, There is a catchphrase that you always say, and I knew I had to ask you about it because I was like, there must be something here. But you always say (laughs) at the end of your captions and like wherever you're posting, wherever you're speaking, Yahweh's design, the roses grew from concrete, still we bloom with the rose emoji. Like obviously you're Angie Rose, but what (laughs) does this mean? (laughs) Funny. So I didn't even know that people noticed that. I just, I kept copying and pasting in my comments. That's interesting. So uh, there was a poem. It was my favorite poem as a kid, uh, but it was Tupac's The Rose That Grew From Concrete. Um, And he said in one of his interviews, um, I believe that I'm going to inspire the mind that's going to inspire the millions. And I always felt like he was talking about me. And it's not to sound like narcissistic or anything like that. It could it could be so many people. 
Um, but I took it from, like, I was like, well, I'm going to, if it could be for anybody, then it could be for me. Um, and so I started to kind of remember the poem and it spoke to me a lot in my life when I was like sad or down and I was like, oh, I don't know how to get out, how I'm going to do this. I don't feel like this is even possible. And it's like, wait, no, I'm the rose that grew from concrete. I'm not the rose that almost grew. I'm the rose that grew like this happened. We're here. God allowed me to poke through and feel the sun on my face metaphorically. Um, so it's all okay and then that, so it's just become a thing um and that actually came up that quote when I was going through that depression because I was fighting really hard um to just believe what God always says that's so good I feel like now every time I see it I'm gonna like actually you know be able to be like oh my gosh I get it I get it just hit the like button engage with it we need all the support <laughs> we can to get those algorithms moving we're moving just me crazy. <laughs> So there's another phrase you always say, and I was like, I'm definitely going to have to ask about this, but you talk about creating music from past experiences and obstacles you overcome. Is there any specific song from, I mean, you've got six years worth of music to choose from, but is there any specific song that you can think of that that was that season and it's amazing to see how much you've moved forward from there? Oh, there's so many, there's so many. Um, even if we talk about the first one, right, I was just a college kid. I was writing like philosophy essays. Um, I was in love with Jesus, but just a kid, right, confused, trying to figure out things. What church do I go to, right? Like, how can I pay this bill, this little card, whatever it is, right? I'm just like a kid. I'm a waitress. Um, it's, just, it's like a whole different girl. Um, bright lights, similar story, right? I remember when I wrote it, I was on break from school. I drive up to my parents in like Pennsylvania or something and I sit on the bed and I write. Um, that's kind of not even like my life anymore. Be Even seeing my parents all the time is not my life anymore, right? I've got to like fly them to me um, or we've got to do stuff so that we can hang. Um, unstoppable, the first version going through extreme depression right so six years of a career but four years of music three right because there was like two years I couldn't release any music I released one song um I ran a foundation right there was I just couldn't um we went to Puerto Rico we had an after school program we did so music took like a backseat for a lot of years um but in those spans of time like I would just be a different girl by the time I got back on the mic um like I was saying, the Unstoppable Project was extreme depression, anger, so much anger that I can hear in that project. Um, the aggression that comes off as swag that I'm grateful for in the raps was anger. There was so much that I was facing and I wanted to like beat people up. Like it was that real. I was just so like, ah, and I needed God to work with me on that. Um, so we get to the deluxe, right? Finally figuring out how to fight that depression, taking off to California because all my friends are like, just come. We believe in you. We love you. We miss you take a risk, create these records, fall in love with Jesus again. I mean, I've been in love with Jesus, fall in love with his people that, that mean what they say. And we all are like imperfect, but um, you know, that's a different girl. Then we released these projects. I try rapping in Spanish for the first time. Uh, and now we're here. I've recently wrote my first worship song with my friend, uh, Jonathan Trailer. We had a beautiful time in the studio, right? I'm just growing every day every time I get to create it's like a new girl is doing it um and that's why I believe in the scriptures be transformed by the renewing of your mind daily so yeah 
Oh, amazing. And even as you experience these new, you know, revelations of God, even as you experience these new fall in love with him in a different way, the music reflects that. And that's what I love about you. And I know you said, okay, there were breaks in between and stuff, but if someone listens to your entire, like, music, not necessarily even in order, like, let's say they go 2015, 2016, 2018, like, I think we we go on that journey with you and it's so authentic and it's so real to experience it. Like someone who genuinely loves Jesus is loving Jesus and will continue to love Jesus. So I just, mm. I really want to commend you for that, um, for being real Thank in you. music. That's, That's encouraging. Thank you so much. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm so glad. Um, yeah, we're kind of going towards the end of the interview. And again, I really appreciate you giving us some time. But I would love if you could just let us know a little bit about the heart between you mentioned it um unstoppable united we can with the, the deluxe album which is even longer and even more amazing than the actual unstoppable album um can you let us know what the heart behind is behind it is and um yeah what people can leave with it yeah so uh like i mentioned i was fighting that depression i fly out to cali um i'm working with somebody who introduces me to victory outreach um, who has a, which is a global church and they have um, two things that I'm interested in, right? They have these homes where they help people that struggle with drug addiction. They literally house them, feed them, get them free. Um, some of them become pastors, leaders in the church over time. Like it's a beautiful program. They don't use anything to take them down, right? They just pray with them. They st- it's, a, it's just amazing how it works. Um, and they have a missions department evangelism called United We Can. Um, so meeting them and traveling to their churches and meeting the women that struggle with these addictions and the men um, inspired me. And so we came up with the project United We Can, um, which was me using my past, which identified with their past to help them be free, help us be free in our future and in our present. Um, So you see, like, for me, I see the whole, the whole journey. Like I see all the anger, all the depression, all the fear, all the anxiety. And then I see all the victory, all the trust, all the faith, um, as I'm continuing to evolve, cause I'm already, while remember while this releases, I'm already working on what's next. Mm-hmm. So I'm already in a new space writing. So I'm seeing literally myself like God to God be the glory, write and change the way that I write, which means that he's changing my heart because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks, right? Yeah. So if he's changing my heart so that my lyrics are becoming more true, more uplifting, more direct to the heart, um, I'm just, you know, I, all I can say is I'm grateful um, for all of it. So what they can leave with is that there's a girl that's literally still journeying and kind of like letting my journal rhyme for the world. <laughs> like <laughs> the melody, you know? I love that. Yeah. I feel like the, um, I feel like that's the experience that you get as you go through the song. So I really pray that people leave with that. Um and yeah, final question. I literally don't want this to end because I feel like I'm loving everything you have to say. It's really like, it's really real. It's really impactful. I feel like it's teaching me more about just being aware of the journey that God is at work in me as well. Mm-hmm. So I don't want it to end, but I also am aware that you have like the rest of your day. So Honestly, I'm, I've been on vacation this week. I'm going to go try to see a movie. Like I'm just oh, enjoying my time. Um, I was going to say, so... so as I've been doing again lately, recently, I haven't been talking as much on socials, but for a long time, I didn't talk at all. We started doing Coffee with Rose. People really identified with that. I'm fighting to bring that back in the new year, not with anybody, just my schedule and my commitment um, to being there present all the time. 
but we started something called Patreon and there's fans that are like global and they literally, there's plans that are like $5 a month all the way up, right? All these fans just decide how they want to support and you can adjust them monthly. We've been meeting together and actually building. We have prayer time. We have a personal chat where we all meet up. We have Bible study time. They hear new music before it comes out, demos. So I'm extending this invitation as an artist that we can say is signed, but is also fighting really hard because I'm a Christian in a mainstream industry. Um, So they're not necessarily waiting for my sound outside of the fact that I don't curse, right? Keeping it just straight up blunt. Um, But God has provided. And one of the ways he's been doing that is through fans that have actually committed to helping me continue to release music as I grow through this career. So I just wanted to shout that out. If anybody, you know, is interested in joining that, it would be fun to get to know all of whoever. I love I love patrons as well because they do That's make cool. the fans feel like they are connected to the artists that who's and they really are. <laughs> so yeah, I <laughs> love that. Yeah, well, no, yeah, just some testimony. We've had like people that we've been praying for. They couldn't afford their bills or rent or anything, and we just prayed for them. And we we wanted to help, so we were already trying to figure out ways. Jumps in the message group, and she's like, "God did it. I don't have to worry about rent for the next six months. My bills are paid. Like just amazing things. The testimonies have been really fun because we're actually praying. We're actually in the Word. Where yeah. we actually get to talk. It's Zoom links, so it's not just me talking to a screen. We pray for each other. We exchange heart. Um, it's been really fun. Oh, wow! And you yeah. actually get to see like people's faces and hear their hearts, and yeah, encouraging. Oh, I wish like I feel like this is the type of thing that more Christian artists should do because yeah. it just makes us feel like yeah, you know, because you you're kind of the celebrity and we're the fan, and then it's like the celebrity actually wants to connect with you, and you know, you both have the same heart because you're both Christians, yeah. you both believe this yeah. word. So yeah. that's an amazing encouragement and an amazing thing to do. And I just, yeah, I just pray that people can get involved in, and um, bless your ministry, I suppose. Thank um, you. But yeah, final, final question, and then I'll let you be free. Um, <laughs> so this is kind of um, one way that we like to end our interviews here at CHH, but um, you have done so much and you're on the way to do even more. But what is one thing that you believe that you would, like, like if you the, your one thing you wish and pray that you know when it's your time to go that will be the legacy that people remain remember you by uh, that I encourage people to love Jesus to try their best to fulfill their purpose right don't just live don't just survive thrive be fruitful mm-hmm. um let your life matter right let it resonate when you go down into the dirt May your story continue to have life because it has breath. Yeah, value the breath. Value the breath. Oh, I love that. Now, this this interview has been definitely one of my favorites. Like, my heart is leaving encouraged. I'm so encouraged. Um, so, yeah, honestly, Angie, I really, really, really want to thank you and really want to appreciate you for giving us this time. Um, yeah, is there anything else you'd love us to know before we close it off <laughs> um please keep streaming the new single there is a video on youtube please subscribe if the more that you hit the value follow buttons or the bells or whatever all these stuff that they have the more that the algorithm helps me um, to reach more people we don't have a ton of money but we have a ton of heart and so we work hard so as much as people can support in that it's angie rose music it's angie rose everywhere spotify youtube instagram facebook you can find me support the movement we're looking to see the world love jesus and feel peace 
Hi guys, I hope you enjoyed that episode. If you did, make sure to leave a like rating wherever you're listening to this and to follow us on Instagram at shehhpodcast.